Hey everybody, this is Shannon Courier with the St. Christopher Truckers Relief Fund. Coming up next on the Highway to Hope podcast, we are talking with SCF's own health and wellness manager, Julie Dillon, to get an update on our Driving Down Diabetes program. Here's a preview of that conversation. Driving Down Diabetes was created as a direct result of what we have seen in the driver population because of people that have come to us for financial assistance due to medical problems. Diabetes is one of the top diagnoses that we see when we're looking through applications. And it's there's so many people that are struggling with it. We just felt called to be able to come up with something to be able to help on the front end. Welcome back to the SCF Highway to Hope podcast here on the Pod Wheels Network. I'm your host, Shannon Courier, Director of Philanthropy and Development with the St. Christopher Truckers Relief Fund. As always, I'm joined by our podcast producer, Greg Thompson, who's the executive producer of the Pod Wheels Network. As I mentioned in the opening, today we're getting an update on our Driving Down Diabetes program from Julie Dillon and two of our program participants. We're excited to share this with everybody, right, Greg? Absolutely. And Shannon, I can't tell you just how inspiring are two individuals that you're going to hear from in your podcast interview. I remember when you guys launched this program and I remember the excitement that you had, the energy that Julie had. One of the things that's really cool about this interview and this update about the Driving Down Diabetes Program is that you get to hear the passion that Julie has for what she does for you guys and particularly for this program. Absolutely. So this is Julie's heart 100%. She's invested so much time and finances into the education that she needs to really be the leader for this program. She is 100% invested in these men and women that are participating and she gets so excited. I love getting updates from her. She's so excited to share the progress that people are making because overall, that's what we're here for at St. Christopher Fund on both of our missions to make sure we're taking care of them financially when they need us, but also making sure we're meeting them where they are with health and wellness programs so they can have a healthier life while they're on the road and retire healthier as well. So it's very exciting to see the participation and see the progress that people have made. And I'm telling you, the two people we're talking to today have made tremendous progress and we are all so very proud of them. Absolutely. And when you think back to February and you guys launched this program, what were your expectations? And the other point that I want to bring up with you is that no matter what your expectations were with the program, to hear the success stories, the steps that our two guests on this podcast have achieved, that has to be real inspiring to everybody involved. It really is. So our expectations really were just hoping that people would actually join and participate and give it a chance to see what we could share with them, how we could help them, how we could walk alongside them and encourage them. So we were thankful that we did have a good group participate with us. It's a year-long program. So a lot of times that can scare people off from wanting to participate. And it's health and wellness, which is not easy in and of itself. But the fact of the matter is we don't get unhealthy overnight and we're not going to get healthy overnight. That's why a year-long program has 
has been so important to us because we know it takes time to make the positive changes that we all need to make. The expectation was that we'll see people make positive changes and see better numbers, not necessarily about how many pounds people lose or anything like that, although that is one of the side effects of participating. We wanted to see drivers with lower A1C. I want to see drivers that have lost some weight. We want to see drivers that have more mobility, don't hurt so much because they sit for so long each day. We want to see drivers that are sleeping better. We want to see drivers that are drinking more water, figuring out and tailoring this program to meet a driver's needs. This program really could be for anybody, but we've tailored it. Julie has tailored it to be specific to truck drivers. And that's why it's so important to us. It's the first ever program of its kind in the trucking industry. And so we're proud to be offering this to drivers. We're proud of their participants. I'm telling you, these two drivers are so encouraging. But you'll hear in the interview, they are just as encouraged, if not more encouraged by the other participants as well. I think that was one of the really cool things about this. And as we take you to the interview, we open with Shannon talking to Julie a little bit about the program. Then you're going to hear the step-by-step progress that two of the participants in this program are making. The one thing that as we listen to this, if you're out there and you think that you need to do this, that you need to take that first step, listen to these folks because they will inspire you. They will help you. And as we take you to the interview, it's one of those things that is truly life-changing. Here's Shannon with Julie. Today, we want to welcome Julie Dillon, St. Christopher Fund's Health and Wellness Manager to the Highway to Hope podcast. Julie, we have a lot to talk about today, so welcome. We're going to be digging into our diabetes prevention program. Thanks for joining us today. Hello, my friend. I am so excited to be here and to have some wonderful guests on with me that have been inspiring to me, and I know that you will be inspired by them also. I know I absolutely will. The driver this is why we do what we do day in and day out. Before we dig into our diabetes prevention program, I wanted to ask if you would share a little bit of information about you with our listening audience. Tell us what you do as our health and wellness manager, your education and certification. I know your heart and your passion for health and wellness. So tell us why you're so passionate about driver health. So I began working with St. Christopher Fund nine years ago, and I did not work in the capacity of health and wellness manager. I was actually working in the office. Due to some circumstances with my family, with my mom and my dad, and seeing some major health issues that they have gone through and my mom is still experiencing, I just did an about face and really transitioned into a whole new role. I went back to school and basically started over because I did not have the official training and things already to be a health and wellness person. I enrolled in school again, somewhere around <laughs> 50, and decided to start over, and that's what I did. So I have become a holistic health coach and a therapeutic nutritional counselor and a clinical herbalist over the past several years so that I can be able to reach more people and help them on the front end so that they aren't having to have life altering or critical illnesses because of some choices that could be avoided if they would learn to eat better, move more, and just make better choices in how they choose to take care of their bodies. So that 
that's where I am now. And I love what I do. This is what I feel like God has called me to do. It is so different than anything I would have ever seen myself doing, but I have found my niche. I love being here and love doing it. And I can vouch for that. Julie and I have known each other and been Mm -hmm. friends for 20 plus years. We worked in different capacities with each other and are able to continue that working relationship here at St. Christopher Fund. I can absolutely vouch for her passion and dedication to get in the education and the certifications that she really felt would be most beneficial to help not only truck drivers, that is what we do help truck drivers, but she's able to help people like me. She gives advice to people that she knows, friends, family. She's able to help so many people with the knowledge and education she has. So we are thankful to have you as part of our team, Julie, and I'm thankful to continue working beside you, although it's a different capacity 20 something years later. Most definitely. (laughs) Good teamwork. That's what it's all about. Absolutely. We've got a pretty dynamic team over here. So it's a great team to be a part of. So we're going to dig in today and talk about our diabetes prevention program, and it is called Driving Down Diabetes. Julie, tell the audience what is Driving Down Diabetes and why did we decide to start this program? Driving Down Diabetes was created as a direct result of what we have seen in the driver population because of people that have come to us for financial assistance due to medical problems. Diabetes is one of the top diagnoses that we see when we're looking through applications. It may not be the reason that they need financial assistance, but it is one of those what they call comorbidities that they might be having and experiencing as well as the critical illness or the primary diagnosis that they have. When we see this, and it's there's so many people that are struggling with it, we just felt called to be able to come up with something to be able to help on the front end. We looked into the CDC's Diabetes Prevention program. It's actually for everyone, but we have tailored it for drivers. We decided that that would be a good fit for us and be able to take their program and make it work for us in the trucking industry. We began this program in February of this year. We've seen a lot of success and I'm thrilled that I was able to be a part of it. Now, there was not another program like this when we launched it, if I remember the discussion from then. Is that correct? That is correct. In the trucking industry, we were the first program to be designed for drivers. That's the CDC Diabetes Prevention Program. That's pretty exciting for us just because that is part of what we do is look at the issues that drivers are facing and see, okay, where can we step in and help? Are we able to step in and help? How can we put together a program or find a program that is going to help drivers and meet them where they are? And we see a lot of diabetes diagnosis come in on the applications. That might not be why they're applying for assistance with us, but it Mm -hmm. seems to be one of the under lying issues. And so, so many things are connected. These health choices that we all make, I'm not preaching to anybody, I'm preaching to me too, that we all make help exacerbate (laughs) other issues. And so that's kind of where we saw diabetes falling into the diagnosis category. Yeah, you're exactly right. With this program, the goal is, and one of the good side effects, I guess you'd call it, of the program is because we're making lifestyle changes It's not a diet. It's not something that we're saying, eat this, not that all the time or anything like that. 
This is basically changing your mindset and changing your lifestyle. Not only does it help with prediabetes, it can also assist in lowering blood pressure. You just see a lot of good byproducts from it. It's just really a good thing to be involved in. And I am just thrilled that we've had such great participants and seen such good results like we have. Absolutely. So in order to do a program like this, we do look for sponsors to come alongside us because we like to provide our health and wellness programs free of charge if there's any way possible. And we did have one of our sponsors, Southern Recipe, that came alongside us for this program. Tell us a little bit about Southern Recipe's connection to this and what they provide to help this program be successful for our participants? Well, Southern Recipe actually are the bakers of pork rinds and pork rinds are considered to be low carb snacks for people. So they felt like they would really fit well with us in this program. So they gave a monetary donation for us to be able to provide the tools to get started in the program for the participants. So they provided things like scales, blood pressure cuff, resistance bands, fitness watches, those things that are going to be beneficial to help the drivers be able to keep up with where they are with things like blood pressure and weight, keeping up with their active minutes. We've just been really appreciative to have them on board and be a part of this program with us. Hasn't Catherine from Southern Recipe come on and been a part of one or two of the sessions that you have and did some cooking or something like that? She did. She actually came on and did tilapia and showed us how to use pork rinds as breading in place of that good old enriched white flour bread, which converts to sugar, by the way. So she did come on and give us some suggestions on ways we can actually use pork rinds in our cooking. It was fun. That's fantastic. So they're fully invested in this, not just monetarily, but with the hands-on tools that each participant can use. And also Eating Well Magazine. Did they offer the participants that magazine as well? Yes. Eating Well usually comes out every other month and we all got a year's subscription to Eating Well Magazine. That's awesome. So thank you Southern Recipe for helping us be successful and offering a successful program with the tools people need. Fantastic. We are also joined today with two people that have been participating in the diabetes prevention program with us. They've been awful quiet so far, but we're going to give them an opportunity to speak and share their stories. Welcome to the Highway to Hope podcast, Darren Winters and Lee Myers. Hello. Hi there. Both Darren and Lee are drivers and they are out on the road and we are excited to hear about their success, how they feel the program has benefited them. They're going to share their stories with you all. But before we go right to their diabetes prevention stories, I'd like for each one of you all, if you don't mind, to share a little bit about your journey, how you got into trucking and what you love about it, what's been the most difficult about it. Share a little bit about that if you don't mind. Darren, let's start with you. Actually, I'm going to change that up. We're going to go ladies first. Lee, let's start with you. Okay. I started in the trucking industry to get away from a domestic violence situation. I had a friend of mine say, hey, I can get you this grant to go get your truck driving license. Then you'll be over the road and you won't have to worry about anything anymore. And it worked. I ended up in the oil fields to start off with, pouring cement, then went over the road later. Now I'm on a local run doing mail and I love it. Wow, what a great opportunity to escape a situation that you needed to be removed from and give you a career of your own and safety of your own. And you went hardcore. You went to the oil fields. That's not delivering mail. Yeah, it was an experience, but (laughs) I learned how to drive on the ice really fast. Wow. So you took the hard road in. You didn't even ease into the industry. No. (laughs) (laughs) 
So tell me, what's the biggest difference between something like the oil fields and now you're local? Well, do you love one more than the other? Obviously, oil fields, I think, would be harder, but is there anything that you liked about that side of it? I like the challenge of the oil fields. I enjoyed over the road because I could take pictures across the country of the most beautiful parts of the country. But for health, local is the way I need to go. But right now, I am in eastern Washington, staring over the most beautiful rolling hills full of wheat fields that are now plowed up that you've ever seen in your life. I have to say that's probably the one of the things that I would think would be one of the biggest benefits to being a driver is you really get to see the whole country and at different times of the year. So that has to definitely be a positive. Yes, but for health, being local, I can do more. Definitely more flexibility than being over the road. And that's one of the reasons why we do programs for over the road drivers because there are so many limitations. You don't have the same opportunities that the rest of us have home every night or we can't just pop over to the store anytime you want to. That's one of the reasons why we offer the programs that we offer to try to meet those over the road experience where the drivers are. Darren, tell us a little bit about your journey in the trucking industry. Well, I started trucking in 1992 in Abilene, Texas. And the reason why I got into it, because my wife and I, we were totally broke. And I had a friend that said, hey, you can make some money. So I went to a trucking school, finished my trucking school, and my first job that I ever did was with North American Van Lines as an owner-operator, and I've been an owner-operator ever since. I think I'm going on about 30 years. Got off the road for maybe a year or so, but it's just in the blood, and I love it. I run OTR, all 48 states. I own my own truck, my own trailer, and I just love it. I don't know nothing else. If you had to talk about, as far as being an over-the-road driver, the biggest difficulties, what are the biggest difficulties? Is it health? Is that kind of what you would say? Or is there something that says bigger, bigger than that? No, I'm going to say it's health. When I first started driving truck, I weighed 168 pounds. I know like over two years, I went up a little bit, but I'm going to say it's health just as you're always running, running, go, 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 go. And I think the aspect of health nowadays, I think it's changing a little bit, but it's not changing enough. So knowing that health seems to be the biggest barrier that you all face out there, being able to make the healthy choices you would like to make, I assume some of that is what made you decide to join the Driving Down Diabetes Prevention Group. Or maybe it's just because you love Julie. Who knows? (laughs) (laughs) I joined it because I noticed some things with my body that was going on and I gained a lot of weight. I was up to, I'm going to say on a heavy side, I was 425. On a light side, I was 412. I went to the doctor. The doctor basically put the fear of God into me and said, hey, you got to start losing weight. So at that time, I seen on St. Christopher's website that this was going on. And I was like, let me sign up for it because I think that some of the signs I thought I seen, I thought, well, maybe I am diabetic. Well, at that time, I got my test back and they said, hey, you are pre-diabetic. And my doctor said to me, hey, if you don't do something, I'm going to pull your license, period. That put the fear of God into me because this is all I know. I don't know anything else. I don't know if I could do anything else. So I had to take my blood. She had me do it almost eight times a day. My fingers were sore. I had to keep track of a three-month log. I had to go back to see her. It seemed like every month I was going in there to see her just to make sure I was doing what I was doing. And then this diabetic program came on. And at first, I was very embarrassed to give my weight. I was very embarrassed because I'm very embarrassed about it. But the more and the more of the classes I went through, 
it was like, wow, everybody had the same problem as I did. It might not be as bad. It might not be as worse, but everybody had the same problem and they gave encouragement. Like you could mess up and it wasn't like, oh, you're such a loser. They gave you encouragement to go back on. Hey, how about next week? You can do it next week. You can do this. I think it's a great program. I think the support group definitely helps make a difference when you have people that are in the same situation you're in, maybe on a different scale, better or worse, but everybody's working towards the same goal. Everybody's goals are different, but it's a healthier goal. You want to be healthier. It does help because when you do fall off the wagon, you don't want to admit it, but you build this trust with this group of people and you're able to say, hey, I had a really bad day or I had a really bad week. And they're like, yeah, but you can do it. You can get back to it. And that encouragement is what helps us get back to making the right decisions because we're not going to be perfect all the time in our decisions. We're just not. That's a fact of life. I think that group really helps. Lee, tell us what made you join the Driving Down Diabetes Group? Well, I got off the truck about two years ago because I had emergency gallbladder surgery and they found prediabetes. I weighed 410 pounds. They weren't going to reissue my health certificate. I had to change something, but I started with quitting smoking through Rigs Without Sigs. I was afraid of how much I was eating, quitting smoking. And then they started the health challenges and the pre-diabetes program. And I joined every single one. I knew I had to change something. I knew I needed help. They were so there for me through the quitting smoking. And that was probably the most difficult thing I've ever done in my life. But now I don't even crave a cigarette. So I am so grateful. Through the diabetes program, it was little changes like adding enough water in every day. Because when you're driving, you don't want to have to stop and go to the bathroom. So you reduce the amount of things you drink and dehydrate yourself, which makes things worse. But now after adding all the water in and changing the way I eat so much, just through the programs, I've lost 54 pounds. Since I got off the truck after the surgery, I've lost almost 100 pounds. I am at 316 as of today from 410. Wow. And that's taking you a couple of years. Congratulations. I just keep plugging away at it. Can I take five more steps. Can I add in another vegetable to my salad? Well, and it sounds like to me, you've been doing it the right way because we don't gain weight and double our weight overnight. So we're not going to lose it overnight. It takes time to making those new habits and making those new decisions. And that's what you've done. You've changed everything. And I couldn't have done it without St. Christopher's Fund. That support system and the support of other drivers And just seeing that you're not alone, because there's this tendency as a truck driver, especially OTR, to lock yourself in your truck. Over time, you interact with people so little that you just kind of hibernate in your truck and forget to get out and do anything besides fuel and go get a snack. It's easy to do. It's It's just like a mindset. You don't want to interact with people. I agree with that. And the less you interact with people, the less you want to interact with people. So that becomes a habit in and of itself. And then you get depressed and you eat more. I actually have two thoughts on that. One of the things that we do talk about and we do focus on in the program is that mind shift of not feeling so isolated and not feeling so alone. We deal with things like how to deal with stress, how to handle triggers, how to deal with the loneliness issue of it and being a part of things. I have to give Lee some kudos to her that because of her job schedule, she's not able to jump on morning or evening calls. The last eight months that we've had this challenge and this program put together, she goes back and watches the videos after we've had them online. Then she sends me answers to questions and things that I send out to her. So she's been basically an online participant and still 
has had the diligence and the commitment to follow through and make those changes that she's made. I was going to ask you about that. That's a perfect segue to my next question, because I know that we have two ways people can be a part of the program. They can be a part of the virtual in-person program or the online program. So I wanted you to explain a little bit about what the difference is. And you just said Lee participates in the online program. Darren can tell us which one he participates in as well. So we do have two different programs. One of them is the online program, and that is where you can join at any time. And we have videos uploaded on our website and you can go in and watch those videos and answer what we call question verifications just to let me know that you've watched it. And then I follow up with you each week. People can join that one at any time. Then we also have our, what we call the in-person virtual. And that's where we do things via Zoom or through call-in. They participate as a group. So there are two different ways that you can do it. That one starts each January. So we have one a year of in-person virtual at this time. Not to say we won't add more in the future, but that's where we are right now. But anyone can join the online virtual at any time. So Darren, you do the virtual program, right? You're calling in and actually talking to the group? Yes, I actually talk to the group. So one of the reasons that I wanted to ask Darren to be a part of this is because I know that he has had a lot of things going on with him in his life, and he has shared some of that with you, what the doctor told him and things, and he has seen a lot of success as well. I'm excited for him to be able to tell you what all's happened with him. Well, like I said, I think my heaviest weight was 425 down to about 376. My feet don't hurt no more. I could walk a lot farther. I do a lot more walking, a lot more activities. I do nothing but eat in my truck anymore. I don't eat at the restaurant. I absolutely do not drink any soda, and I drink a lot of soda. My numbers for my blood is pretty good, and I'm just trying to keep on plug away and plug away. There are days that I slip up, but I just start right back over. I feel 100% better. I thank Julie for that because she's always after me. My kids say, Dad, wow, you can keep up with us. You can walk. The thing that sticks in my head, I remember when we first started, I walked with my daughter all the way downtown. To me, it was a long walk. For her, it was like nothing. The funniest thing is I had to take Uber back home. And it's only from downtown to my house, I'm going to say a mile, if that. And I had to take Uber. And I was like, wow. I'm going to make it where I could walk from my house downtown, walk downtown and walk back home. And I can actually say I can do that with my little girl. I can go to the pool and swim all day. I can walk the zoo all day long. I come home and I'm exhausted, but I can do it now. <laughs> I used to only be able to walk a little bit at the Sutton and rest. I can walk all day long now. I feel great. I'm not down to the weight that I want to be, but in time, I think I will be. I just got to incorporate more exercise. I love that. And Julie and I have said... I can't tell you how many times when we're talking about the health and wellness programs, we want to see drivers be as healthy as they can be, not just while you're in the truck, but when you finally decide to retire and get out of the truck, we want people to be healthy enough to continue doing the things that you're currently doing with your family and more. That's why these programs are so important to those of us at St. Christopher Fund. We have the online programs and the groups that offer the support. We also have a private Facebook group for participants, don't we, Julie? We sure do. It's the Driving Down Diabetes group in that they can post encouraging things and they can also post struggles if they have them. It's a good way for me to get information out quickly as well. It's just another form of support and accountability that we try to encourage. I think that's also helpful. 
I sit here and I hear Lee talking and I hear Darren talking and I'm like, is there any question why we do what we do? No, this no. is exactly <laughs> why. Their stories make it all worthwhile. And it sounds like the support of the other participants is really what keeps everybody going, that that really is a vital piece. It's just as important as the physical tools that they were given, the fitness watches and the bands and blood pressure mm -hmm. cuffs. It seems like the encouragement from other people is just as important a piece. Yeah, it's funny you say that because we're at what we call the maintenance stage of our program, which means that we only are scheduled to meet once a month per CDC guidelines. And the group voted last week to continue to meet weekly because they need that support and accountability to each other. That says a lot. It says a lot for their commitment to living their best lives. And I'm just so proud of them. And I love that they were, I don't know if brave is the right word, but bold enough to say, hey, this is an important piece to us and we need it and we're going to ask for it. Yeah, I agree. And we're getting ready to embark upon a competition. That's going to be fun. We are actually working with Rolling Strong. They have given all of our participants a six-month free membership, which is their app. So we're excited to be a part of that. But within that app, we are having a competition and it's going to be the Diabetes Prevention Group participants against the St. Christopher Fund staff. You create points and we're competing against each other. You get points for talking with the health coaches. You get points for logging in food and water and movement and things. It's a six-week challenge between the two, a six-week competition, and we'll see who wins. We start November the 1st. I'm that. already signed up. Oh my gosh, that means I've got to sign up. Yes, it does. <laughs> I tell Julie all the time, every day I wake up and I'm like, today's the day. I'm going to make the change. I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that or I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. And then every night I'm like, Ugh, today was not the day. <laughs> Now I'm not going to have any excuse because I'm pretty competitive. So now you've made it a competition. Yeah. And you see what you're up against with these two. I'm telling you, they're committed and I'm not. I know you'll have to stay on me, Lee. You have to stay on me. Why am I not committed? You got to join their Facebook group so we can keep encouraging you. I know. I do need to do that. Shannon and Julie, can I have yes. your address? I'm going to send you some glazed donuts to your house. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be trying to derail me now. I'm just getting started. You already have a head start. <laughs> <laughs> I know you guys probably had goals during this program. How are you guys doing on your goals? Oh, gosh, I've set three months, six months, and year goal, partly with the diabetes program. And then the other one was with the health coach for Rolling Strong uh, day before yesterday. I'm not giving up. This I want to live, and I want to live a good life. So this is important to me. I'm doing good. I sat with my doctor, a 50-pound goal, trying to get off my soda and not eating potato chips. I haven't met my goal for 50 pounds yet, but I will do it. Drinking soda, I don't drink it, but eating chips is my weak point. I don't want to say I give them up 100%, but I give them up 90%. I'm doing good. I mean, I just feel healthier. I mean, I really do. And I think that's all that matters. When I go to the doctor, she says, wow, Darren, you're doing good. And it makes me feel good knowing that other people see that I'm doing good. And when my kids make a comment, it just makes me feel good. 
makes you want to keep going. Yes, it does. And I'd like to say something about the Facebook group. I like the Facebook group because I'm in other groups. There's no negativity on that Facebook group, and it's great. I mean, you could post anything, and somebody will always have encouragement. That's what I like about it. It's no negativity. There's nothing. Everybody's having the same struggle. It might be a different struggle, but if you really look at it, it's the same struggle. That's yep. what I like about it. I love like recipes. Recipes are always good because we can get tired of eating the same thing. Other people probably think of different things than what you might think of. Yes, absolutely. Oh, people will take wonderful pictures of their meals and throw down the ingredients that are in there. Next time you're at the store, you grab the ingredients and it's something simple you can do on the truck. You can't beat that kind of encouragement. Let us close with this. I'm going to give each of you an opportunity to share advice that you have for drivers that might be listening to this podcast that are thinking, oh, I don't need to do that. I don't need to make any changes. Or maybe they're thinking, I do, and I don't know how to get started. I don't know if that'll work for me. Each of you give some advice to our listeners out there that might be thinking they might be ready to move in the direction you all have moved in. I would say, can you park on the opposite side of the truck stop and walk in to go get your food and your shower and walk back without getting winded? If you get winded, you need to join the program because do you have a limp from clutching all the time? Do you need to learn something new so your back and hips don't hurt? The biggest thing for me personally was Hope's 30-second rule. Hope is a lady that came in to do yoga moves and stretches with us. Her 30-second rule is if you have 30 seconds to be scrolling on your phone, you've got 30 seconds to put some movement in. I have taken that to heart. If I've got 30 seconds, I can get out of the truck and stretch or walk around the truck. I'm taking that 30 seconds because that 30 seconds is how I get to my goal. Because I don't have two hours to do a marathon, but I have 30 seconds. All right, Darren, what you got for advice for those drivers that might be listening out there? Well, I think if you're huffing and puffing and barely can walk and you're drinking a six-pack of soda and eating two, three bags of chips and driving down the road, just thinking, God, I got to do something. Give this diabetes program a try. And it's not all about diabetes. I mean, for me, I still have a little trouble, but I know what I'm looking for, what vegetables are good, what garlic's good, green leaf vegetables are good, what fruit's good. It's a very easy life change. I did not think it was that easy, and it's actually very easy. Everybody in the group is in the same spot you are, and you have support. You'll make a friend or two. You'll get their number, and if you're having a bad day, you just text them and say, hey, I'm having a bad day. They don't say nothing bad. They don't make fun of you. They don't say nothing. They just listen, and they give you encouragement. And if you think, oh, I think I'm going to drop out of it, I don't think anybody will drop out of it. Just because there's so much encouragement in the group itself and you have so many tools and you're learning so many different things. And even if you only pick one or two things out of the group, it works. I mean, it truly works. I was really hesitated. It really works. I just have high praise about it. My goal is the next truck show, I'm going to bring a shirt and a pair of pants that I was wearing and I'm going to be able to set them down and, and say, look what I'm in now. This is how fat I was. Look at me now. That's my goal. And that's the best testimony. It's not just about weight loss. Weight loss is a product of making these changes. But like you said before, it's how you feel. 
you hurt less, you can move more, you aren't maybe as foggy as you used to be, your blood circulation is probably better, you probably sleep better, breathe better. There are so many things that go with the changes that you've made besides just the weight loss. That is a physical thing that can be seen and is a huge encouragement. That whole body change is so important to talk about. And that's why we've asked these questions. We wanted you all to share your stories, to share everything that you've experienced. I just went to my doctor recently and we were talking. I mean, I was a walking time bomb. I had pre-diabetes, high blood pressure medicine, two different kinds, really high dosage on a CPAP machine. And I think I shared this with Julie. I wasn't feeling good. And the doctor told me, we're trying to figure out what was going on, what was going on. Well, my blood pressure medicine was lowered because I don't weigh as much. I was taking too much blood pressure medicine, and I feel better. I mean, I feel 100% better. So I would tell anybody, try it, try it. Get a hold of me. Give them my number. Call me. It's wonderful. That's all I can say. We sure appreciate you all joining us today, Darren and Lee. Thank you so much for being willing to share your personal, and this is a personal journey. Not everybody would be comfortable enough to share this. And we appreciate you all coming on because you're going to encourage somebody else to do it. That's the reason why we do what we do is to see people make life changes and encourage somebody that they know to make those changes as well. And so appreciate you all taking time to join us today. And Julie, I know you've heard these testimonies before. You've talked to these people every single day, probably just about, but hearing them again, what are you thinking? What are you feeling about this program and what's been accomplished by everybody that has participated? These people are my peers age-wise. But when I see their accomplishments and see the, how hard they've worked, I feel like a proud mom. When your child does something spectacular and your heart just wants to pop out of its chest because you're so proud of them, <laughs> that's how I feel. I'm loving being a part of it and seeing their success. Well, thank you for doing what you do and having the heart for what you do and your willingness to invest in that education so you could be what we needed to be for the drivers and to meet them where they are. That just says a lot about your heart for education, your heart for health and wellness, and your heart for the truck drivers. So thank you for doing what you do. Thank you for having us on. I appreciate it. We're back with our remaining moments on the SCF Highway to Hope podcast. Greg Thompson, along with your Highway to Hope podcast host, Shannon Courier. Again, as we said in the opening, what an inspiring interview to hear their personal stories, to hear the steps they've taken. Amazing. And toward the end of the interview, understand a little bit of a challenge has been put out. I need to ask you, because it's been just a few days since we recorded this interview, has Darren sent you the box of glazed donuts yet? I have not received any glazed donuts. And I'm going to tell him, do not send those. Because if you do, I will probably eat them. And that is not going to be good for the challenge. That's going to set me back. And I know that's his goal, but I'm not falling for it. (laughs) Well, when we talked to them, how inspired did you feel from their personal stories? Well, it inspired me. I cannot preach to people about the right thing to do and the healthiest choices to make because I need to be challenged. I need to be on the bandwagon. I need to be moving more. I need to be eating better. So it definitely was a challenge to me. 
when we launch this challenge, it's going to be a sea of staff against the diabetes prevention participants. I was like, gosh, SEF teammates, I'm not going to be doing very well. So just don't <laughs> count on me. But then on the other hand, I was talking to Julie afterwards. She's like, you are so competitive, Shannon. You've got to step up because you're going to want to win. And I'm like, you know, you're right. So I think it'll probably be a positive thing for me. And hopefully it will help my mindset some. They were very encouraging to me. I guess, fortunately, even though I need to lose some weight, I don't really have any health issues. I don't have high numbers or anything. All of my blood work is good, but I do have some family history. My father, my dad's diabetic. He's had heart attack and heart issues. We have some stroke in our family. So there's definitely some health history there. Luckily, I'm not a smoker. I have a glass of wine or two every so often, but I'm not a big drinker. Some of those issues I don't have, but I do need to get some weight off. It's just a reminder to me that if I don't start moving in the right direction, I could be staring some of those health issues in the face. And I definitely don't want that. I think that's exactly what our guest on the podcast today, that's what they were looking at when they had the opportunity to participate in the program. One of my favorite moments was when they were encouraging each other, like, that's a great job. It gives you the sense of support that you have from the group going in. I understand just how difficult it is to make those changes because several years ago, I visited my doctor and I had a high A1C. It was high enough that I had that diabetes test where they have you drink the orange soda and it's supposed mm -hmm. to be so sweet that you can't stand it. Well, I knew I was in trouble when it tasted good to me. <laughs> got the numbers back was a high A1C. And really my issue was I was drinking a lot of real Coca-Cola and that was my favorite thing. It has tons of sugar. And when you find out how much sugar is in there, what it does, and I was working for a large truck fleet at the time, talking to a lot of drivers, and I knew some of the struggles that drivers had. I was very familiar with that. So I had to make a change because my doctor literally told me, he said, look, you can continue down this road if you want, but if you do, you're going to be looking at having to do shots daily for mm -hmm. diabetes. And I'm like, nope, I'm not doing that. It's one of those moments where you have to make changes. Everybody, whether you want to recognize it or not, our bodies all give us signals. It's really important to listen to our bodies. It's in that moment when you realize that things are not what they should be, you start taking steps forward like our two guests did today and everybody in your program has that positive things start to happen so that's what i really find inspiring about this program is that it's one that it's kind of at your own pace julie and your team is working with you on making one step at a time taking steps in a positive direction and the fact that it's focused on diabetes we all know in the trucking industry that diabetes not only puts your life in a risky situation, because as you mentioned, you've got heart attack, stroke, risk of blindness. There are a myriad of things. Getting into diabetic retinopathy, there's just a long list of things. In addition to all the health things that it does, it puts a truck driver's career on a knife's edge, and you don't want to be there. That's why I think what SCF is doing with this program, and as you said, it is a unique program. Nobody in the trucking industry is doing this, and you guys are, and I totally applaud what you're doing. Well, thank you. It all comes from seeing the applications that we have come in. 
drivers may not be applying for assistance with us because of a diabetes issue, but diabetes seems to be an underlying issue that goes along with what they're applying for. It was one of those things, what can we do? Our programs are about preventative care. So this is one of our preventative care programs. And so we said, what can we do to hopefully prevent that diabetes diagnosis? Because it can be a career-changing diagnosis on top of a life-changing diagnosis. There's a lot of hoops you have to go through if you're diabetic and want to be behind the wheel of a truck. And so if we can stop some people from getting that diabetes diagnosis, that's what we wanted to do. We looked at the CDC program and it was really really a great program. And of course, we've gone in and been able to do some tweaks to it to meet the needs of drivers. And that's where Julie's expertise has come in in knowing how to meet these drivers where they are. We are literally able to walk beside them and watch their numbers change. We're watching those A1C numbers change. We're watching people come off of blood pressure medication. We're watching blood pressure numbers come down. We're watching people go for their DOT physicals and they're saying, I've never had numbers like this. I've passed with flying colors where they've struggled before. That's the whole goal of this. Everything we do is one day at a time, one driver at a time. And if we can impact one driver out there with a program, then it's worth doing it. And here we're able to impact a whole group, but they're the ones doing the hard work. We've provided the program and Julie spends time with them and shares the information, but they're the ones doing the hard work. They can hear the information and listen to it, watch it, read it and everything. But if they're not implementing it, then nothing's actually going to change. So it's the drivers that are really taking the information and saying, okay, I need to actually do something with it. And we're seeing all of them really make positive changes. Some are seeing faster changes than others. Everybody's body is different. Everybody responds differently to different things. Some people make changes easily and some people don't. And that's what's awesome about this program. They're a support group for each other, not just with Julie being a support, but they're a support group for each other. They encourage each other. Somebody falls off the wagon and has a bad day or a bad week. They're never down on each other. They're always saying, hey, it was a bad day. Tomorrow's a new day. Start again. Don't give up. Don't backtrack. It really does keep people going. And the interesting thing is at this time in the program, we're in the maintenance phase. This program started at the beginning. They met weekly and then they went to every two weeks. And now they're in maintenance phase at this last quarter. They're supposed to be meeting monthly. Well, they don't want to meet monthly. They're like, we need this encouragement. We're doing well. We don't want to backtrack. And everybody's so invested. They want to continue meeting weekly. That tells me that they are seeing positive changes. They want to keep making those changes. They're totally bought in and they want to keep going in the direction they're going. That's what Julie's going to do. She's going to continue meeting with them every week, continue the encouragement, continue letting them get the information they need, ask the questions that they have, continue to see the results. And we've thrown in the challenge to make this last few weeks a little more fun. It's going to be fun. I can't wait to see really and truly the end result come January. It's going to be amazing. Well, you'll have to tell us if you ever got the donuts from Darren, but I will tell you, I hope they're fake plastic donuts <laughs> if he sends them so I can't eat them. <laughs> That's true. Well, now, before we go, I need to shift gears into probably the most serious question I need to ask you during our time together here. And that is if I'm a professional driver out there, if I'm listening to this and I want to get involved in the driving down diabetes program, how do I do that? There is a way to get involved right now. 
as Julie talked about in the interview, we have two different tracks. One is the actual virtual program. You had to have signed up for the virtual Zoom program back in February, but we did have drivers that wanted to join midterm. So we have an online program. Julie records the videos and those are on our YouTube channel and those can be viewed at any time and you can be a part of the program that way. It's the same information that's being shared in the Zoom meetings. So you can jump on on the online program at any time. A new virtual Zoom in-person program will begin again in January. So not too far off. It's a good time to get your mindset ready. If you're not quite ready to jump in, but you think you want to, January is right around the corner. Positive thing about going ahead and jumping in the online program is that we know all the holidays are coming up and we know how we are these holidays. We got to eat for Halloween. We got to eat for Thanksgiving. We got to eat for Christmas. We have to eat for New Year. That's one of the reasons that the virtual program, the virtual participants wanted to go ahead and meet every week because we know all those holidays where we're stuffing ourselves to death is coming up. So it's going to help get them through that. So if you're ready to jump in, head over to truckersfund.org, click on the health and wellness tab. It's going to take you to the diabetes prevention program and you can see how to be a part of it. You can register and be part of the online program there. Otherwise, stay tuned for the registration that will start in January. January for the new virtual program. As you talk about Halloween and Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's and all these opportunities to eat and to let yourself go and all that, I have to remind you, you're going to be under a challenge over these last few weeks. So you're going to have to really watch it. I know. They put it at a time of year where it's very difficult, but that's probably a good thing. The worst time of year to stuff yourself. Everybody talks about it at Thanksgiving. I got to put my stretchy pants on because I'm going <laughs> to eat so much. So this will be a good reminder that don't break out the stretchy pants. Just eat less. Another thing that occurs to me as we wrap things up is that with the SEF staff being part of this challenge, that you gain a real appreciation for what the participants in the program are doing on a daily basis. Yeah, I would say yes and no to that. Yes, it's going to be having to make changes. But I'll tell you what, it's probably easier for me doing it at home. I can run to the grocery store whenever I need to. I can prep whenever I need to. It's a whole different ball game when you're in that box every day, week in, week out, month in, month out for some people. So they do have a lot of pre-planning, prepping, making sure when they do get that home time, they get the food that they they need to take with them on the truck when they go. It's a lot of work. It's hard enough me sitting here at home doing it all the time and I work at home. I can't even imagine if I can't run down to the grocery store anytime I want to. That makes it a whole lot harder. So there's a huge appreciation because these men and women are working hard. They are really investing the time, the planning, the energy, the food prep, the cooking in the truck. They're investing a lot of time and energy to be healthier and be successful. And they are doing a fantastic job. Once again, thank you for listening to Highway to Hope on the Podwheels Network. The Highway to Hope is the official podcast of the St. Christopher Truckers Relief Fund. The St. Christopher Truckers Relief Fund is a charity that helps over the road and regional truck drivers and their families when an illness or injury occurring within the last year has caused them to be out of work. SCF is also working to provide programs, including health and wellness initiatives, that are designed to benefit professional drivers and the trucking industry. 
If you are a professional truck driver or a family member of a driver who's in need of assistance following an illness or injury, please visit the organization's website at truckersfund.org. That's truckersfund.org. Over its history, the St. Christopher Truckers Relief Fund has raised more than $3 million through the generous support of donations by corporate sponsors, groups, and countless individuals who are part of the trucking community at large. The need for assistance for professional drivers and their families has never been greater. SCF is continually working to grow its donor base, and you might be able to help in the effort to pay it forward through SCF. If you are interested in becoming a supporter of the work done by SCF, please visit truckersfund.org and click on the Donate button. Visit truckersfund.org and consider making a donation today. We'll have more new episodes of The Highway to Hope coming your way in the near future. The Pod Wheels Network is proud to produce The Highway to Hope podcast in collaboration with the St. Christopher Truckers Relief Fund. We'd like to hear from you, our listeners. Please send your questions, your comments, and your ideas for what you'd like to hear on the podcast to the following email address, info at podwheelsnetwork.com. That's info at podwheelsnetwork.com. The Podwheels Network would like to thank you for connecting with us today. You can stay up to date on the latest from the Podwheels Network by downloading the Podwheels app. It's available in the Apple Store and on Google Play. Just search Podwheels in either store and download the app. As we close out this edition of the Highway to Hope podcast, the St. Christopher Truckers Relief Fund and the Podwheels Network send our best for your continued safe travels on our nation's highways. And especially these days, remember taking good care of your health is one of the key components to staying safe on the road and staying safe at home. So with every mile you drive and during your time at home, let's stay safe and healthy out there.